Hello, my name is Adam Pacitti from Cultaholic.com, and you're listening to Pinned, a pro wrestling podcast. You love it. Guys, this is Pinned Podcast coming to you from our new studio and more media studio. I am your wonderful co-host, Chad. And joining me, as always, is... It's me, Austin, as I just kind of elbowed the table for no reason. Yes. Yeah, welcome, welcome, guys. Um, we're finally back home in Mount Pleasant after all-in weekend. And, yeah, we're here to cover basically Monday Night Raw and SmackDown of this week. Obviously... This was just after the Woodstock of professional yes. wrestling, of indie, independent wrestling, of professional wrestling, yes. with All In and the Starcast event that was combined with it. All In obviously being a massive success for Cody and the Young Bucks, the Elite. I have watched that show four times, dude. Same, like literally. I like. I watched it this morning. I just, I got, I got my sister. Sydney obviously got the weekend pass for Starcast because there was a couple events that we weren't able to catch because we were doing interviews and we were also getting uh, just meeting superstars obviously which you can expect chad's interviews with the, with the superstars and wrestlers of Starcast coming very soon and so we were doing a lot of stuff so there was a lot of events that i really got to miss out on but because sid got the weekend pass i basically have access to all of that and yeah i've, I've watched basically all in like at least three or four times yeah and yeah. it's it's still it, it's such a goddamn good show like legitimately so while um since i've watched it i want to i think i think i said um I think I said when we were when we did our our post recap um, that my favorite match was Pentagon Kenny. Um, after rewatching the show, I think hands down the best match of All In was Marty Okada. Yeah, that's that, like, I, every time I watch that match, I like it more and more. That's that's like, the one I kind of keep going. I think it's just because like, well, because for Penta Kenny, there wasn't really a, a big story going yeah. into that match. It was just basically these two guys are awesome at wrestling. Let's just see them try to kill each other, which is good. And like, obviously, they did an amazing job. Kenny is obviously the best wrestler. The match in the also kind of got overshadowed by Chris Jericho. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, even still, if Jericho wouldn't have showed up, I think the match was still good enough for the fans to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think it had a lot of good moments. Like, I really loved when. Pentagon Jr. did the first Zero Nero, mm-hmm. and then Kenny just took his hands, and just like slaps him across the face with like a little like it, like a look of not impressed, and then just went no 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 no. Yeah. So there was good moments in that match. Um, yeah. No, hang. I mean, uh, Kenny, uh, Marty, and uh, Kazuchika Okada. Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, and like, very honestly, good. very like, good storytelling. Great storytelling, and like Marty showed up to fucking just annihilate the yeah. entire, like, just to prove everybody wrong. Like, that's the thing. If people thought Marty was a joke wrestler, like, show them this match and be like, yeah. no, Marty knows how to fucking work, and that's for sure. And now that we have critiqued good wrestling, let's talk about on the opposite of the coin. Okay, and so- cover WWE now because holy shit, this Monday Night Raw was. Hot garbage. Uh, okay, so okay. hot garbage, Austin. All right, <laughs> I'm getting sick talking about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, I always say this one. I'm gonna fucking try to defend. I'm I'm always the kind of guy to try to defend WWE when I feel like they're being wrongfully criticized, or when I feel like there's just there's no reason to bitch on them, but. This Raw, especially, like, this Raw was coming two days after All In. The biggest independent show of all time that just completely demolished and overperformed to the point of, like, 
they sold over 11,000 tickets. They're yeah. making t-shirts now with the number of people who were at the show, which is amazing. Yeah. Like hundreds of thousands of people watched it on WG in America. The fight, it was on Fight TV. It was on Honor Club. It was on pay-per-view. They fucking tore the goddamn house down. And WWE had an honest-to-God chance to kind of... To be like, look what we can do. Yeah, exactly. We're building towards Hell in a Cell. We've got some good matches lined up there. There's some good feuds that I feel like that they can work around. There's some stuff that needs to be fixed, obviously, but that's always with professional wrestling. I feel like some stuff needs to be fixed. Some stuff can be left the same. But so this was an honest to God chance for WWE to take that and be like, okay, guys, you thought all in was good. We got hell in a cell coming up. Let's give you this, obviously. So you got hell in a cell matches and you could just do some stuff because there's definitely some stuff that we have to look forward. Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, I think, is the best thing going forward right now for WWE because those guys did a great job at Extreme Rules. And it's just it's there's some stuff to look forward to. But this Monday Night Raw was Absolutely terrible. Yep. And I don't like, I normally don't go into Raw's, and we'll come out of Raw's and be like, that show was the worst. I've, this is, this is the worst Raw I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm normally the positive one of this one, but like, this Raw was awful. I'm awful. I, I'm the positive one this, this episode, this, this, uh, this week. I'm positive that Raw was hot fucking garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Cause holy shit, it was awful. And this is and this is my frustration with this company because they had an opportunity with all their talent, with all the people on this on this on their roster and this entire fucking company, they had an opportunity where they could have pumped out good content. They could have given us another night of good wrestling. Because when you have the people on that roster, you can develop you can deliver a grade A wrestling show every single week. WWE has the talent where they could give us an all-in quality show. Not with, maybe not all in matches, but all in angles, all in quality entertainment every single week if they wanted to. For Raw and SmackDown and 205 Live. Fuck it. 205 mm-hmm. Live could be good. They, they've got phenomenal talent. And yet they stick to their fucking guns with their lazy writing, their lazy booking, their bad creative. And it's because they don't care because they know people are going to come back every single week and watch it. And that is, in my opinion, disrespectful to the fans. Yes, and yeah, you go from like Cody and the Bucks, who respect their audience, who respect their fans, who pay hard-earned money to meet them, who spend thousands upon thousands of dollars. I, I don't I don't even remember the exact figure, but Pro Wrestling Tees made a butt fuck amount of money over this All In weekend. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. That's insanity for uh, like something not even related with WWE in a weekend. Yeah. That's crazy. Like literally, I have an All In hat coming in the mail right now. <laughs> not even fucking. I'm wearing around. my Golden Lovers hat that my wonderful co-host <laughs> bought me. I got you that at Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah. Yes. Um, like the actual store too. Um, so yeah, and it's like. It's just like the like I'll just I'll just start it off with this <clears throat> the 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 seeds of the whole thing and this WWE has made some bonehead decisions before this is the wor- this is the dumbest and I've and I've already and I bitched and moaned about Sasha and Bailey till the cows come home because I that 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 whole angle bothers the fuck out of me this has no this makes no sense Braun Strowman comes out. <clears throat> after him, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre beat up Roman Reigns the week before, they open the show, and Braun Strowman basically shits on the shield and aligns him, officially aligns himself with Drew and Dolph. I want to say and first, they missed, a, they missed a horrible opportunity to not call themselves the sword. 
Yeah, that wouldn't have worked, I feel like. <laughs> but carry on. Uh, but, like, so we've officially established the fact that Braun Strowman has turned heel and will face Roman Reigns at Hell in a Cell for the Universal title. This is how desperate we've gotten. To get Roman Reigns cheered, we're taking a guy who gen- genuinely, like, went from being a member of the Wyatt family who was fucking terrible and over the coming years grew in such popularity that it was astonishing and it felt real like yeah. it felt like wwe wasn't forcing this it's almost as if the fans just saw braun and the stuff that he was doing and they just fucking fell in love with the guy and wwe saw that they took it they took their chance with it and they kept it going with him they gave him money in the bank they booked him really well they booked him really well and we just got to this point and it's all falling apart we've turned braun back into a heel Aligned him with Dolph fucking Ziggler, Andrew, who I like, but Dolph fucking <laughs> Ziggler and this weird fucking faction so they can feud with the Shield and just so Braun can be the bad guy so we can get Roman Reigns cheered. This is how desperate they've gotten. They're taking a guy, a fan favorite, and turning him heel. They are ruining other wrestlers. So other people will like like Roman, and that's and the it's thing. Not gonna work. It's not. No, that's the thing. And it's gonna are, make us do it more because we know what's happening. There's there are a multitude of ways that you can genuinely get Roman cheered, like aligning him with the Shield. Like people cheer Roman when he's in the Shield. Like obviously when he starts talking on his own, nobody likes him. But when he's with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, there are more cheers for him because people like the Shield. Having a guy like Braun Strowman who the fans have fallen in love with over the past year, and just being like, oh, yeah, okay, so we're going into this match with Hell in a Cell, and they're going to be a championship match. We can't do baby face versus baby face because that wouldn't make sense, apparently. We can't have baby face versus baby face. That doesn't make any sense at all. It's like, okay. Um, so instead of having Roman defend the title against somebody else, and because Braun has the money in the bank, we're going to have him cash it in. Okay, so he's going to face Braun, face Roman at the pay-per-view. Let's turn him heel. Boneheaded, absolutely nonsensical, idiotic, bullshit-ass nonsense. I don't, like, it's, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm normally willing to give some, like, let's wait a couple weeks to see how this turns out. This is stupid. Just plain, honest, stupid. And the shield came out. And they went to attack Braun, Dolph, and Drew. They beat him up. The entire locker room comes out every single, like they do almost every other week to separate everybody. And then they get arrested. And that would lead into later in the night. But I don't know. I'm sorry. I like. Again, <laughs> okay, I like seeing this. Side I, I, I like to defend WWE. Why the fuck would you turn him heel? Makes no Why? sense. Why? It doesn't make a sense. There's nothing that you could have told me that would have made sense to turn Braun heel with how over he is, with get these hands. Have you heard the pop that he gets every single week he comes out and you turn him heel when you could have just had Drew face off against Roman? Drew versus Roman, I think, would be a good match. I think it would be nice to see Drew McIntyre get a chance for a title inside Hell in a Cell because we know that Drew can work. <laughs> or we you know how good Drew can work. Or you could have, or you could have t- turned a guy heel... And put him with Drew and, and Dolph. That would have 
benefited everybody. You know what who, the fuck is Bobby Roode doing? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna what say. What the fuck is Bobby Roode doing? Well, he is doing a thing with Chad Gable, oh, but like sound the fucking alarm. <laughs> like, oh, just stop the presses. Okay, look, I'm I'm happy Chad Gable's getting TV time. You could have fucking turned Chad Gable heel, <laughs> like. Well, he was here when he was with Shelton Benjamin, but that didn't work well. Like, there's other people you could have given the spot to. You could have fucking turned Finn heel. Yeah, really? Honestly, like, because while Finn is popular, he's not doing anything. Yeah. Braun was on the fucking top of the card with Money in the Bank. So you turn him heel when he's already in his fucking, like, he's in a segment, and he's already in a feud. So you turn him heel in the middle of that feud just so you can get Roman cheered. Why not have Finn turn heel? Because, hey... I've waited fucking a year and a half to get my universal title back. So I'm not waiting anymore. I'm fucking taking that shit back inside yeah. Hell in the Cell. He brings the demon out and he fucking kills Roman Reigns. Yes. Or he doesn't. Or he doesn't. But we have a better organic heel. Yeah. And Braun Strowman can go be a monster. And yeah. F- and, and then cash in later down the line. with someone else. He you can, still have the briefcase. Yeah. Fuck. Let him feud with fucking Bobby Lashley. I don't know. Do something. You've got the best fucking wrestlers in the world, arguably. You could have fucking... You could think of something. That's the thing. Like, my dog could think of things for these people to do. Like, my little sister could go, wow, that's a really popular guy. He should fight bad guys. And you know what? That, that's, what that's what you fucking should do. That's what you fucking should do. And, like, here's the thing, too. And this and I this is something that's been building for me, too. And we're going to get back to Raw, too, like, with the rest of the show. But this is something I've been seeing, too. And it just, oh, it just warms my heart when I see this this whole, and I told you about this on the way here. It's the whole, like, because I'll see people tweeting about how, like, or, like, I run the, I help mod the Discord for Cultaholic, and I'll see people complaining about Raw, or complaining about how something makes sense, and, and sometimes they make sense, sometimes they don't, sometimes they're just being angry for the sake of being angry, sometimes they have legitimate gr- grievances that make sense, and my favorite argument that you could possibly, like, say is, well, if you hate it, why do you, why do you keep watching it? Why do you keep watching that's such a bullshit, non-existent, like meaningless excuse. And you're you're feeding into this. You're feeding into this to be like, oh, if you hate it, why do you watch it? Okay. So you're willing to accept bullshit? Do you like being fed like nonsensical storytelling? Do you like the shitty writing? Do you like the shitty promos? Do you like the three-hour raw? Because apparently you do, because you come back every single week like I do. Only the difference is, I come back every single week because I love this company. I love pro wrestling, and I love the people who work on this product. But at the same time, if something's bullshit, something's bullshit. And if I come with legitimate grievances, and you come at me with, well, why do you watch it? One, you don't answer my argument because one, you fucking, you're dodging the question and instead turning it into a conversation of why am I complaining about something? Because it makes fucking sense. You telling me right now turning Balor heel to get the universal title title doesn't make any sense? No. You're telling me that doesn't make sense? Hell, even if you wanted to have Baron Corbin team up with Dolph and Drew and be like, I'm the GM and I'm I getting mean, my he's title. Already, he's already sided with them. <laughs> When yep. he when he when he got the shield arrested, why the fuck yeah. is Braun doing anything? Or have you or, then then it makes sense why Dolphin Drew want to take over the company because they've got a man inside. Yeah, they got a man that's got in Stephanie McMahon's back pocket that they can use for oh, leverage. Look at that storytelling. Wow, you Austin, great job. You, wow, you know what? And I just came came up with that on the goddamn fly. Wow, and I didn't have to fucking sign up to be a writer to be there. Jesus Christ. So if you want to come at me with, oh, well, if you hate it so much, why are you watching it? I don't hate it, 
but it's bullshit. And you're giving and you're giving them a reason to keep doing it. You're telling that like that argument says it like it's okay that you're being lazy. It's okay that you're not giving us the product that your company is capable of doing. The company that when people think of pro wrestling, that's what they think. I mean, I don't because I fucking hate WWE. But <laughs> when most people think wrestling, they think of WWE. That's a fair assumption. Yes. And by accepting, oh, well, it sucks, but if you don't like it, don't watch it. That, that's giving Vince, that's giving their team the excuse of, we can do whatever the fuck we want because these idiots are going to tune in every single week, give us their money and watch it. They're going to give us half-ass writing, half-ass creative booking, and then have the fucking audacity to tell to try to sell me the network for $9.99 a month. Like, and, and it's not, and it's no, it's not, it's not acceptable. Should we not demand more from our television? Should yeah. we not demand more from our entertainment yeah. and be like, that sucks. Do better. Yeah. We know you can do better. Yeah. We know you can. That's the thing. I'm not saying that they suck outright. I know they can do good. I've seen them do good. They did good on SmackDown. And I'm always willing to praise WWE when they do something good. But when they do shit that doesn't make any sense from a creative standpoint, from a television aspect, or just from a booking aspect. If they do something that's bullshit and stupid and makes no sense, I'm going to call them out on it. It'd be like taking your 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 partner like who's going into labor. It'd be like taking them to the hospital, having giving birth, getting your baby. And then the hospital taking your kid to evaluate them and then coming back with a baby that's clearly not your kid and then saying, well, if you don't like it, why'd you come here? No, motherfuckers. That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. I am I am paying you to give me a service. I am watching your product. I expect you to follow through. Exactly. Like. And and obviously there, WWE is all for this uh, this angle to have Braun, Dolph, and Drew together. Because for the Raw Tag Team Championships, Dolph and Drew teamed up to face the B-Team and ended the B-Team streak and took the titles. And now we have Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre as the new Raw Tag Team Which champions. I'm good with. Yeah, exactly. I'm good I'm, with that move. I'm fine with that, honestly. I wish it was Revival, but I'm good with it. Of course, yeah. No, I think the Revival should be due for a title shot. Um, but at the same time, like I think the B-Team did a great job with the titles. I think it's fine to have them drop it now. And if they want to build towards them, have them chase a little bit to try to get them back, I think that would be fine. Um, having Braun turn heel to align with them just so you can get Roman Reigns cheered is ridiculous. Just absolutely ridiculous. And of course, our boy Finn Balor doing jack shit as he lost to Braun Strowman. That's like... The, 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 like, honest to God, like, Prince Devitt, if you leave, I won't feel bad. Like, I'll be like, okay, go, go, go back to Bullet Club. They're doing so well. I would (laughs) love, love nothing more for Prince Devitt to come back and then just do something with Bullet Club. And take Gallows and Anderson fucking with you. Yeah, please just take Gallows and Anderson with you because, like, you are wasted here. That breaks my heart, seeing Gallows and Anderson wasted because they're so talented. It is. It's, it's... It's it's just the it's it and that's why we ha- always have to be skeptical. Like I say this when whenever our favorite indie talent or whenever somebody that we saw from a different promotion comes to WWE, got to be skeptical. How, you you could get an AJ Styles. No. You could get Gallows and Anderson. On a brighter note, and by brighter note, I mean something that didn't suck as bad. 
We've got Drake Maverick as the fucking manager <laughs> of the Authors of Pain, the general manager of 205 Live. He looks so cute. Who I fucking forgot worked for the company. <laughs> is general is GMing 205 Live and then moonlighting as the sh- as the author of Pain's <laughs> manager. <laughs> he looks so cute in his little vest. Oh, I'm Drake Maverick, <laughs> and I am the 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 general manager of 205 Live. And I'm the manager. I'm the manager of AOP. First of all, but wh- why do they call them AOP? I it, know that's like the authors of pain, but there's something saying ARP, like, like AORP or whatever. That that one AARP. AARP for like the old people, and it just makes me think of like a bunch of old people. I don't know why they went with the with the was all, was authors of pain too hard for them to remember? I don't know. Was this because it's like a long winded? Maybe it can fit on a T-shirt. How about easier. this? How about if you don't want to fucking call a team by their name, you have Change your creative team not give them a, a a name that's long? Yeah, exactly. If you're not willing to commit to it, yeah. No, yeah. Um, but I am interested to see where the Drake Maverick uh, angle with AOP comes from. I hope they launch the cruiserweight tag division, and I hope the authors and of pain dominate it. That would be yes. hysterical. <laughs> they are the cruiserweight tag team champions. They're like, fucking three hundred pounds each. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, like when I first saw it, I'm like, what the fuck? I I, re- I did like, a double take. I didn't believe. I was like, that's not Drake Maverick, is it? Oh, actually, I said, that's not Rockstar Spud, is it? Yeah, exactly. That's Rockstar Spud. Because you're an indie mark. Yeah, I was like, like, why is Rockstar Spud with the Authors of Pain? It's like, um, uh, but I'm interested to see where it goes. Me too. I want to see what they do. I'm not opposed to it. It's weird. It's It's weird. weird, But it's different. Yeah. It's different. It's, you know, at least they didn't fucking join Braun Strowman's, like, I mean, kind of. But, like, at least they're not, you know. Yeah. Plus, AOP or Authors of Pain are gonna be really good in the tag division so yeah. I mean obviously they definitely need a mouthpiece as long as they don't fucking feud with Titus Worldwide anymore oh no don't worry they they got a whole thing where the entire women's division is just gonna be revolving about Dana Brooke not wanting to side with Titus Worldwide anymore yeah and how we're many- putting <laughs> we're putting superstars like like Ember Moon and Sasha and Bailey on the back burner so that way we can have Dana Brooke fall out with Titus Worldwide yes what the fuck <laughs> Like, just saying that out loud is just, like, baffling to me. We're putting superstars like Ember fucking Moon and Sasha and Bailey, two of the horsewomen, on the back burner. Let's not pay attention to this. You are in the background to the story of Dana Brooke leaving Titus we Worldwide. We need to get the love story of Apollo Crews and Dana Brooke. We got to get that over. Yeah, why? So that way we can bury it later. Yeah, exactly. And then just com- completely forget about it. And so we, then yeah. Dana gets released from the company like seven months later. Yeah. We got to somewhat build them up so that way Roman Reigns can squash them later. <laughs> yeah. Dana, listen, you're going to you're gonna take a loss to Roman. Like, like, listen, it happens. It happens. It happens. I mean, again, I mean, Braun Strowman's about to do it, so. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's whatever. Time to do the job. Okay, now... I'm I'm just gonna drop this bomb and then just back out for a bit while I just wait for this whole thing to explode. Um, Grant, make sure you check the levels for this one because this one's gonna be loud. It's gonna be loud as fuck. Uh, Shawn Michaels came back obviously for this Raw. Did a little promo building up to the Super Show where Triple H will face off against the Undertaker. Gong Taker comes out and Shawn and Taker have a little stare down and Taker obviously brings up the fact that he retired Shawn Michaels. 
And there's a possible, like probably not, but possible tease of Sean coming out of retirement or siding with Triple H during that match and possibly getting involved in it. But Taker like kind of taunted him a bit and then they faced off a little bit and then they left. So I'm just going to back out. And now, Chad, just go ahead and go but but batshit crazy. Okay. Remember, have you ever seen that movie? It's got John Travolta. Um, uh, what the fuck is his name? They're a bunch of old people that ride motorcycles. Wild hogs. Wild hogs. You know that movie? Like it's got Tim Allen in it, William H. Macy, William H. Macy, and John Dude, Travolta. Dude, I love the Santa Claus. Oh, well, it's about a bunch of it's it's a bunch of it's about a bunch of old people trying to relive their glory days. It's kind of like kind of like uh, I uh, can't imagine where you're that, going with what's this. What's that one Adam Sandler movie? Grown Ups. Grown Ups. Kind of yeah. like Grown Ups Two, not Grown Ups One. Grown Ups Grown Ups. The original Grown Ups was good. Grown Ups Two had no fucking plot and made no damn sense. Uh, so I think this is a good comparison. Um, so Shawn Michaels comes out, and he comes out, and he actually cut a good promo. I will give Shawn that. Some of his promos when he comes back are kind of half-hearted. Um, that was a good promo. I like Shawn Michaels. He's 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 one of my favorites. And he comes out, and he says. That the Undertaker is making a big mistake because Triple H has has more in the tank than the Undertaker, and the Undertaker needs to stay retired. Which, first of all, kudos to you, Sean, for saying everything I wanted to fucking say, like on TV, like good for you. And then the Undertaker comes out and he says, "Oh no, he uh, and he." Uh, well, Shawn Michaels comes out, and then all right, the Undertaker comes out, and Shawn Michaels tells the Undertaker, "I didn't come out of retirement when you beat me and cost me my career. I didn't come back because I respect the stipulation." I expect the I respect the business, I respect the fans, and I respect you. And I was good with that. If that would have been the end of the promo, fine. I, I respect that. And then the Undertaker says, Well, you know, Sean, I think you didn't come out of retirement because you know how to put you down again. Which then sets up, and, and you think it's a slight tease. I think it's I think it was more than that. I think the Undertaker. He's going to battle Triple H at the Australian show. He's going to beat the Triple H. And then it's going to set up uh, The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels 3. And you know what, Austin? You know what my favorite WrestleMania match of all time is? I'll tell you, since you're so kindly wondering. My favorite fucking WrestleMania match of all time is The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Streak versus career. Where The Undertaker put his undefeated streak on the line against Shawn Michaels' fucking career. And it was great. It had storytelling. It had a year's buildup. A year's buildup. And The Undertaker beat Shawn Michaels and retired him in the middle of of the ring and he never fucking wrestled again because you know why Austin because when you book your fucking career and you're as old as my fucking granddad you shouldn't fucking wrestle anymore especially when it's gonna tarnish your legacy the Undertaker Shawn Michaels that that story was perfect we don't need to see it again but you know what Austin I'm not gonna yell I'm not gonna get any more mad because it's not worth my fucking time you know what I'm gonna do instead I'm going to turn off my TV I'm going to pick up my phone I'm going to turn on the fight app and I'm going to watch good professional wrestling with good storytelling. All right. And then when we do get the undertaker versus Shawn Michaels and it fucking sucks because the undertaker can't fucking move and Shawn Michaels hasn't wrestled in like a hundred fucking years and it's not good. And it ruins the, the awesome WrestleMania match between the two. You know what I'm going to do Austin? What? I'm going to laugh. It's going to bring my heart such joy because you know what? I'm fucking done. 
I'm fu- Put The Undertaker on the cover of the new fucking video game. Have him wrestle every fucking week. What's fucking, like, what's Randy Orton doing? Have him wrestle him. Like, fuck, have him join Braun Strowman. Have The Undertaker fight Roman Reigns again in a Hell in a Cell match. Like, have him, have Roman Reigns be on the- Pump out t-shirts. Put him fucking everywhere. Give him CM Punk's ice cream bars he couldn't fucking get. Let, let, put him everywhere. And while we're at it, let's give him new ring gear. Let's have fucking Kid Rock come out every single fucking new day and sing his theme song. Let's, 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 like, what else could we do for The Undertaker? Let's have him come out with Joey Ryan's fucking penis druids from All In and have him just t- tout him around and, and, and promote the the, the, the the great return of The Undertaker. And then let's give Shawn Michaels, let's flip the game cover over and give him the back fucking cover. And let's pump, let's push him too. Let's, have, let, and you know what? How about we, how, let's strip Roman Reigns of the title because that'll get cheered. He'll finally be over. And we can give the title to fucking Roman, uh, The Undertaker. And let's have The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. And it'll be a fucking clinic. It'll be fan-fucking-tastic. I can't wait to turn on my TV and see the promising young stars of Finn Balor, The Shield, like, Adam Cole from NXT, like, all these phenomenal young talent. The future is now! I can't wait to fucking turn on my TV and see a fucking... Watch a bunch of fucking senior citizens fight each other. I can't fucking wait, because who knows? I guarantee you they could have used those spots to, oh, I don't know, push new talent. They, they couldn't give this to people who, you know, deserve the spot. Like I said, Bobby Lashley's teaming with Chad Gable. <laughs> what the hell? Bobby Lashley. Or, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable. Yeah, Bobby, uh, yeah, Bobby Elias Roode. Samson. Let's see. Fu- fucking Titus O'Neil deserves a push more than this. Like... <laughs> What's Finn Balor doing with his fucking life? He's jobbing to Braun Strowman. I would much rather see Finn Balor fight The Undertaker if we had to have it. The Demon versus the Dead Man. That has more appeal to me than Battle of the Grandpas. And like, this is and this is where Grant gets a noise complaint from his neighbors. <laughs> <sighs> well, okay. Now, obviously, you get you get a lot more you get a lot more passionate about this. I, there's a lot more stuff on Raw that pissed me off more than this. Obviously, I turned my TV off. I didn't finish I'm, Raw. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> this, this that's near and dear to you about this, but like there was a few other continues things. Continues to just how, how how can we piss Chad off this week? See, I can see I can see Grant behind you looking for soundproof foam <laughs> as you rant at the top of your lungs. <laughs> 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 that is, oh, that's the funniest thing. I have to say it was unrelated, but <laughs> it was perfect timing though when I noticed that. I will say that. But yeah, I know that pisses you off more. And there was a lot of other stuff on Raw that honestly, like the whole bronze situation pissed me I probably pissed me off more than it did you. Um in terms of your Undertaker hatred of him constantly coming back and even the the possibility I still say it's a possibility because if Sean comes back and wrestles, I think he'll just completely turn to dust. Um but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But um here's one thing though I, I wanted to comment on because Oh Jesus no. Um and I'm sure you're gonna love talking about this too. We had the first match in a few, I don't remember how long it's been. It could have been a few months or it could have been a year. We had the first match on Monday Night Raw with the returning Bella Twins. Oh my fucking Christ. Okay. And you can fa- look, but you can't touch. It's a, they faced off against the Riot Squad. Dude, Bree Mode is so over. You have no idea. Oh man, so, so Bree over. Bree Mode. Okay. Like, oh, I'd I, like... 
And I don't. Uh, it's like I just want to say the millions of WWE fans were clamoring for a, Bell, a Brie Bella return. Like mm-hmm. we wanted it. We were. Hey, you know what? Give me the fucking Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And while we're at it, give me the fucking Bellas. That's what I want on my TV screen. That's what I want. Fuck your entire fucking roster that fucking kill themselves every damn day to promote your company and give you a good product. Let's reward the people who don't do anything. What's John Cena doing? Mm. Let's push him. He was in China doing a new move. Doing that new fucking fist move. Like, uh. It's just a punch. I mean, I'm sure it has, like, Chinese culture relation, but, like, it, it's just a punch. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I don't like to be the guy that harps on the Bellas, because I know that they've, they, that they've, like, they've been around for a while. Let's bring back Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Let's have him wrestle. Oh, after his I'd wonderful see, comments? I'd rather see Hacksaw Jim Duggan after wrestle. After his wonderful comments, yeah. <laughs> I shook his hand at, um, at uh, WrestleCon, and then when I saw his comments, I immediately washed my hands of the whole matter. Um... I don't want to be that guy who constantly hates on the Bellas, but this was I will. terrible. This was fucking terrible. They were not ready. They weren't ready, especially Brie was not ready to come back and start doing dives on her first match back. That was awful. I'm like, I had flashbacks. I don't know who it was. You'll probably remember the names of the wrestlers. That horrible Botchamania clip where it was a TNA knockout match and that one girl went for a suicide dive and literally got caught up in the ropes. Like I don't remember. It was I know like the spot. Face, I, pa- face painted girl, something like that. Rosemary. Ro- I might. I don't know. I know the spot. I don't you know, she's just like ah, I fell and like just completely caught in the ropes as she got tried to suicide died. While I don't Josh, think it's while Josh, Josh Matthews is shitting his pants, not knowing what the fuck to say. What is happening here at Impact Wrestling? I don't know. Yeah, that's and my Josh end, Matthews impression. They ended that on a commercial break. We'll see what will happen next on Monday Night Raw live, and it's like Bella's gonna fucking kill herself because she doesn't know how to dive. Like, I don't, I like, I don't like, I don't like. It's like, I know it's so easy to pick on the Bellas. I know because the reality show stars, because so many people have like, like, and I know it's 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 incredibly disrespectful that they said that they slept their way to the top with John Cena and Daniel Bryan. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true, no. And I know that's the easiest thing that people can say, and I think it's disrespectful, but they weren't ready to They're come not back. Co- They're just not... Yeah. When, you're com- when you compare them to the talent that you have, the Mae Young fucking classic is going on right now. Pure women's professional wrestling is happening in your company with the women with the Mae Young classic. And then you got Bellas on Raw making an ass out of themselves. Well, it's like... They were they were good for their time, you know the 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 Bellas were on top when women's wrestling wasn't a good wasn't good with WWE, you know it was back when they would wrestle five minute matches and it would be the bathroom break of pay per views. That's not me being a, a sexist asshole. That's that's a fact, you know it's it's what happened. Their matches would be five minutes. It would be nothing. They would be multi like twenty women lingerie swimsuit. Their match tags. with their match with Paige and AJ was literally the reason that started give yeah. divas a chance. But like, and the bells were were on top of that. Yeah, and that's not a knock to them. That's what WWE wanted. That's that was WWE, the direction yeah. that they were pushing out. But now we have the talent to where we don't need them. I well, and, if, and if and if they were to come back too, they need to improve massively. And they weren't and they ready. Can't because they, they can they improve. Got their own reality no, show. Yeah, they can improve. On. They can. Yeah. Well, like I feel like they can improve, but they weren't ready for tonight. They yeah. weren't ready for this week's RAW. And if they want to go away and then just work at their wrestling and come back better than ever, and I'm sure they're gonna have a match at Evolution. I pray to God that they don't fuck it up they're, because they, I want them they're to booked do for good. the Australian show. Yeah, they're booked for the Australian show. I hope to God they do well 
because I don't want to see them fall. Because I don't want I want everybody to succeed on that roster. I don't want to see anybody fail. I want everybody to be booked smart and make sense, except for maybe Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin. Those are the only two. But that's just a personal preference. But I, I want to see them improve. But this was not good for them. And they this it was a terrible match. It didn't look good for the Riot Squad for sure. And it definitely didn't look good for the Bellas. And like I'm sorry, like I'm they're not ready for this level of women's wrestling has come and they and like the talent that we have gotten in women's wrestling. If you go back go back to all in, that fatal four way match was great. We got fucking Tessa Blanchard and all and like I'm blanking on the other Britt day. Baker, Britt Baker, Chelsea yeah, Green Chelsea Madison. Green, Madison Rain. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um those four women themselves made a fucking killing at All In. And we got Bellas on Raw. And that match was bad. It was very fucking bad. And it's like, they, they're they not ready for this, this level of competition with women's wrestling. And, like, that sounds really rude, but, like, it's fucking true. I'm sorry. It's like... I don't like being that guy, but like I have to be. Like this is the I, I blunt, there, the blunt hard truth of it is the Bellas aren't good. I don't think there's anything wrong with calling out a, a multi-billion-dollar company when they're not delivering what they could be. Of doing. course, like I don't think that, I don't think I don't think you're wrong. Everybody's like, oh, everyone's so negative in wrestling. Well, if wrestling, you know, if if that wrestling company did good things, we wouldn't be negative. Yeah. Give me good but shit. Yeah, every, everyone's gonna complain well, about something. We like, had well last week on Raw. We had like to give example. I was excited to see. What was going to happen with Kevin Owens quitting? Kevin Owens quit. And they really capitalized on it. Kevin Owens quit on Monday Night Raw just out of the blue and left the show. And one week later, we have Bobby Lashley coming back. And well, we have Bobby Lashley coming out to like fucking meditate with Jinder Mahal. To meditate with Jinder Mahal at the request of Baron Corbin. And Kevin Owens comes back after one fucking week of quitting. Like, Seven days. It was like the ring. And he comes back and he beats up Bobby Lashley and power bombs him on the apron. So why the fuck did he quit? Didn't we already see Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens? I honestly don't even or, remember. No, or I think it was Bobby. We think I think we saw Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. Yeah, that was Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, we got the cross-dressing women. Well, How yeah, could I yeah. forget? How could you forget with Bobby Lashley's sisters? Yeah. Who were totally Bobby Lashley's sisters. Yeah. Like, honestly, Sami Zayn's injury was the best thing to happen to him because I feel like they would have killed him. <laughs> but if they if they kept him on, on there any longer, Sami would be fucking dead yep. in the water. But hopefully he'll come back as a babyface when he gets healed. But look, I like Kevin Owens. I love Kevin Owens. And I think him being vicious and attacking Bobby Lashley is good. I don't know why they had him quit the week before only to come back immediately afterwards. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know sense. why they had Bobby Lashley why would doing you... fucking meditation with Jinder Mahal. Okay. On any other TV show, like, say, Game of Thrones, we'll say, like, somebody from Game of Thrones or somebody from The Walking Dead, like, separated from the group and just said, fuck you guys, I'm leaving. Fuck you guys, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being here anymore. I'm going out on my own. And left. And then the next episode, they're like, hey, guys, I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> didn't, didn't mean it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm with you guys again. Yeah. Um, let's... Let's just forget about that, because um, that's what WWE is expecting of us, to be like, hey, one of your characters are gone. Oh, no, don't worry, they're back. Don't worry, they're they're back. It's like, we will return to our reg- regularly scheduled program, Kevin Owens is back on the show. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck did he quit in the first place? Yeah. Like, that is a plot hole that, like, you can easily fix. Don't have him fucking quit! <laughs> 
It's like... You know, they're sending some talent over to Evolve. Why can't you have sent Kevin Owens to Evolve? That would have been cool. Like a show. Yeah. And then you could have been like, I quit and came to Evolve. He yeah. does Evolve. He comes back. He does a match. He's back. Mm-hmm. Literally. Why don't you have him go to NXT? Literally have him go to NXT and join Undisputed Era. Yeah. That would be fucking incredible. That would be so cool. And to finish off Raw, because I don't want to talk about Bailey and Sasha because there's nothing there. And obviously Dana Brooke is going to fall out with Titus Worldwide. Oh. You have no idea how much I can't wait to see how that builds. <laughs> I'm fucking salivating at the thought <laughs> to see Dana Brooke, the statistician, <laughs> fall out with Titus Worldwide. I like this, Austin. And fall out with her loving, 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 not boyfriend, Apollo. We need to have Austin. Can't say Apollo <laughs> Crews because, of course, that makes no sense. <laughs> Yeah, you love you love it when I'm just so like it's like I'm not even shouting. I'm just like passive aggressively <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> Finish it off. We got Alexa Bliss um, coming out with Elias. This was weird. This was really weird. But she came out with Elias, and like, well, Elias was out, did its thing, and then Alexa comes out. He's making fun she's, of Ohio. Yeah, and then Alexa comes out to defend Ohio before she doesn't bet defend Ohio, which I don't understand why heels have to shit on their hometown. Like, Bret Hart didn't do that when he was in Canada. Yeah. When Bret Hart was in Canada, the fucking, he was all over. The he, Miz doesn't he, do that when he's in he Ohio. Hated, well, no, he did. Remember? Like, he when he came out, he was like, I live in LA. And then oh, just yeah. said that. Which was a really good line. I will say that. But, like, I don't understand. Like, can you not just suck up to your home fans? Yeah. Like, Bret Hart did that. Why can't you? But, yeah, so... Then Ronda Rousey came out with Natalia, And then we had Alexa Bliss versus Natalia, And Alexa won with the arm bar. And then um, Alexa, Ronda Rousey ended up coming up to kind of try to get back at Alexa. And then she ended up like whipping um, Alicia Fox around. And then Bliss hit him from behind. And then Ronda still kicked her ass and then still made her run away. Even though she got chop blocked, she still beat her up. It's like, I don't know. But this was fine. I, I didn't really have a problem with this. I thought it was kind of weird, but like it was fine. I didn't really have too much of a problem with it and then to finish off the show we had the shield coming back from being arrested driving the police van back into the arena to come beat up braun Dolph, and drew and then the entire locker room came out again and beat the living shit out of them as well as braun drew and uh Dolph. and they ended the show with the shield trying to come out to beat up braun drew and Dolph. But getting beaten up by the but entire then getting beaten up by the entire fucking roster. The heel roster. Well, yeah, well, you get what I mean. <laughs> but it literally okay. So if this whole thing is being orchestrated by by Baron Corbin, like sticking it to Roman, sticking it to the Shield, because obviously the whole heel roster got sent out to beat up the Shield when they came back after he sent them away to get arrested. Why the fuck was Braun there? <laughs> Just because he's facing Roman for the title. Ooh. And what does and what sense does Baron have of it'd be it'd be different if he sent the entire heel locker room to beat up Finn? Yeah. What what what, what business yeah, what does he they, have with the yeah, shield? What have they done? Yeah. Yeah. The, the shield haven't done anything to him. Yeah. So, and that's how we ended the show with the now heel Braun Strowman with Drew and Dolph, as well as the heel roster with Roman Reigns, the Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose on the floor. This, this like I'm 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 like. I'm trying to think back, but I really can't because overall I would say this was the worst Raw of the year. Like, I what there wasn't the worst segments, but this was the worst Raw of the year. Yeah. Like, overall. Because obviously we got Sammy and, Ke- and uh, Bobby Lashley's sisters, which was the worst segment of the year, bar none. 
but with the I think the thing that sets this over the top is that all in just happened and when I come back to watch my WWE that's what they give me you're it's like you're trying to push me away it's like you're trying to say no nah, we don't want you here you can go watch your little Kenny Omega, who the fuck is that? <laughs> go watch, go watch, go watch go your watch, flips and shit. Go watch the we flippy have boys. Roman Reigns. Go watch the flippy boys and go watch the Canadian fights. Uh, go watch Stardust. We've got Roman Reigns. Go watch the Bucks of Youth. We've got the statistician. <laughs> We've got the fucking hug and what's gonna be our answer we've got the boss and hug connection hey uh vince uh, you know all in was a pretty good show you know i hope we got a good good raw in the works oh don't you worry hunter we're gonna give him the undertaker <laughs> and I, uh, no i'm it's like this raw is fucking terrible like literally i don't want to fucking talk about it now okay to fucking put you guys to like to let you guys know, I don't fucking despise this company like Chad does. There was still some good in WWE this week. Daniel Bryan obviously did a really good job beating up Andrade Almas. They had a good match. Oh, we're talking about we're switching to SmackDown yeah, I'm now? just switching to SmackDown. I don't want to talk about Raw anymore. I just don't. I'll fucking just explode. <laughs> Andrade and uh, Andrade Cien Almas and Daniel Bryan had a good match. It was, it was nothing too great. After the match, Brie Bella delivered a running knee to Selena Vega. Um... And then just did her yes chance. Um, and, yeah. Um, Naomi faced off against my girl, Peyton Royce. My, my beautiful girl, Peyton Royce. And it was okay. Like, nothing really too special. But then they the Iconics then start beating up on Naomi. And then the girl, Asuka, comes to align herself with Naomi. Which, I mean, was okay. I mean, at least Asuka's on TV. But, like, God, has she fallen. What the hell have it's happened like, to Asuka? I don't... It's like, that's the thing, though. It's like, it really sucks to be, like... Well, man, Oscar's getting TV time. That's at least nice. Oscar's on TV. Yeah, at least she's on TV. From holy shit, Oscar's the best female on the entire goddamn roster. Holy shit, Oscar's the best wrestler on the roster. There you go. Like, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. And it was announced that Naomi and Oscar will face the Iconics of the Super Show. Which will be. <laughs> I can just see you just completely defeated. I'm okay. not, I won't watch that show. Okay, here's the thing. You now, can cover it. Let's 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 pick it up. Okay. I'm gonna shoot the best, into my the th- best, forehead instead. The best thing that happened in WWE this week, not counting NXT, not counting 205 Live, because NXT obviously does great every single week. The Samoa Joe promo towards Wendy and AJ Styles. He just does a really good job. He said, I'm keeping my promise. I sent your husband back home to you, and now he can actually care about you. God bless Samoa Joe. God bless Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. And then AJ Styles comes out to get his revenge on Samoa Joe, and he does a beautiful springboard dive onto Samoa Joe and some referees. God, God damn it if these two guys aren't saving this fucking company from just extinction. Because this is... This is all we have. Between those, between them and the Becky Charlotte story. Well, and I will say the the New Day and the Usos are always quality, like yeah. consistently. And Rusev Day obviously had a big moment for SmackDown this week as they won the triple threat tag between the Usos and Sanity, which was good for them. And I was like, I was happy to see the so, Rusev Day win. So they're facing the bar then, right? Let me um, let me make sure. Cause, so because that was it was a two triple threats and then the two yes, winners they will, fight next week. They will fe- they will face off to face to face the bar. What a weird fucking 
stipulation. Why couldn't you just have like a six team like gauntlet or something? I don't know. I mean, it was good. The match was good. Yeah, Sandy I'm really the match was good. was good. That's yeah. a slight nitpick. I know I'm being kind of a cynical <laughs> asshole to be one now, but. Yeah, no, but, like, I thought it was good, but, like, yeah, thank God for those, like, if it wasn't... Smackdown's for, good. Smackdown's the only thing, right, well, like, it's not great, but it's good. Like, that's the thing. It's not the fucking train wreck that Raw has become. And, like, I j- it's, like, it's literally killed me to the point where I don't even know if I want to tune in next week. Like, that show was just... You have to, otherwise we can't cover it, because I don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because you don't... If, 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 I don't co- if I don't watch it, nobody watches it on this show, because I know your ass won't watch it. Yeah. I, tur- I turned on my TV while I watched Raw, The Undertaker walked out, and I turned my TV off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, now I'm done. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, thank God, though. Um, there was a really odd one uh, with uh, R-Truth coming out with Carmella to... Fight like, the Miz? Fight the Miz, yeah. Oh, man, that's a must-see. Must well, it, it was weird, because like, there was like the weird thing that she had with Carmella where he like carried her away. I don't know what the fuck, what it was about. It's like... <gasps> Our truth confuses me. I like just in terms of like the shit he does. Um, but any our truth faces the Miz. Daniel Bryan and Bree come out, distract the Miz. Our truth gets the roll up victory, and the show ends with um, because Zelina and Andrade came out to try to beat up uh, Daniel and Bree again. But and the night ended up finishing off with Daniel and Bree locking in the S locks on both Zelina and Andrade, staring down at Miz and Maurice. As they they ended up the show with the yes chance and it was it was good it was okay, um, and like I'm interested to see how that goes. I pray to God that Brie learns how to fucking dive before she gets to that match at Hell in a Cell, but yeah, SmackDown was was a relatively good show. I was I was definitely not. I was with what I saw. I thought there was very few things that disappointed you me. You didn't want to drink bleach after watching it. I didn't want to jump out my window. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, overall, that was fine, but like, it's like, come on, man. It's like, are we, we're not, like, how long have we been doing this? You guys have been around for how long, and you're booking like this? It's like, I don't know. Same song and dance. It really is. And like, I like I said, I... If you're thinking I'm being a hater, first of all, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. If you've watched this show, you know for the fact that I will defend WWE when I have the opportunity. Because I think WWE, a lot of times, gets shit for no reason. I think, personally, the hatred for Roman Reigns himself has gone on way too long and the fans are just hooked onto it because they're conditioned to do it every single week. The fans who boo Roman every single week are just conditioned to do it because we've been doing it for fucking like three plus years, two plus, yeah, three plus years now since the Rumble in 2015. But Roman has found his character. He knows who he is. It's the booking. I can't boo the booking every single week, obviously, but like at least Roman knows who he is as a character. So... Roman, to me, is not even the biggest problem with Raw. And it's not the biggest problem with WWE. Sasha and Bayley, still, for the love of God, don't know why the fuck they haven't done shit with that. Finn Balor just drowning on the main roster, getting buried and just just completely jobbing out to Braun Strowman, who was turned heel just so they could get Roman Reigns to be cheered. That makes no fucking sense. Having some of the best female wrestlers on the roster, take a backseat to Dana Brooke falling out with Titus Worldwide. Having fucking Kevin Owens return after quitting the week before 
to attack Bobby Lashley. Who was meditating. Who was meditating in the ring with Jinder <laughs> fucking Mahal. It's like, then why the fuck did he quit if he was just going to come back the week after? It's like he didn't even fucking leave. We didn't see him leave. He didn't go anywhere else. He could have gone to Evolve since you're doing shit with Evolve. You could have just kept him off TV and brought him back with Sammy. Yeah. As a you could have just kept him off TV for a couple. Like, I would have even been fine if he was gone for like a few weeks. Yeah. But one week, it's just like, he didn't quit. He just fucking went home. That's the thing. He just didn't stay for the whole show, which, ooh. I oh, you know it would have been really cool. He left when his segment was over. Ooh. You know what would have been a really good idea? Go ahead. Uh, you keep Kevin Owens off TV until Hell in the Cell. Braun Strowman's about to beat Roman Reigns. Kevin Owens runs out to the ring and costs Braun Strowman the title. And we get a Kevin Owens face turn. Mm, okay. Oh, look at that. An angle. Something interesting. Like yeah, something some- I can actually chew my teeth on. Something that makes me want to tune in and see what happened. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we took one of our most over guys and then just made him heal. Because you have to cheer Roman Reigns. Yeah. It's like, that's the reason why people boo Roman. If you would fucking book Roman in a sense that people would cheer him in, just keep him in the shield. Obviously, people cheer him more when he's in the shield. That's fine. And, like, have him face with Drew and Dolph and some other fucking guy that's not doing anything. Turn Bobby Roode heel. Saying, I really like the Bobby the, the I think Bobby, Bobby Roode would be. Yeah, I yeah, really exactly. like the Bobby Roode spell. If anybody good. on that roster needs a heel turn, nobody needs it more than Bobby Roode because, my God, like... What the fuck? It's like, it's like you fucking like I said, Finn Balor could fucking turn heel. We know how good Prince Devitt is as a heel, so why the fuck can't we turn him heel and then have him align with Drew and Dolph? Because there you go, they could be like, then it makes sense because he waited half a year and a half to get his title back. A year and a half, he 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 won it, had to vacate it the next day because of injury. He'd waited how long to get that thing back and never got it back. And then finally, he decides, I'm not waiting anymore. I'm taking this fucking thing back. And there's nothing you can do to stop me. Because I'm Finn fucking Balor. I'm the Demon King. I'm this. I'm that. I made a name for myself in Japan. I ran fucking Bullet Club. I started that shit. Yeah. And you're and gonna, don't even call it Balor Club. Yeah, don't even get call the it. pop. Yeah, be get like, the pop. I fucking this uh, all in show. You're welcome. Yeah, like boom, yeah. heal it up. Yeah, the hall. Can you it's imagine like, if you they had him take credit for, for all bu- in? Yeah, you would be like, oh you can thank God. me for Bullet Club. If if and then, they boom, if they turn Finn Balor heel, just the he, one name drop is all you and need. And he comes in the ring and says. I created Bullet Club, so I guess you could say I was all in. I guess you could say I'm the reason all in happened. Like, that would be incredible. And that is also telling, showing your people, like, watch us too. It's not all about them. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's. I feel like, I feel like they're like, oh, we don't want to deliver a good product. <laughs> it's like, this just shows me that they don't fucking care. They don't care or they're out of touch. And they either don't, one is unacceptable. Either they don't care or they're and they're lazy, or they just want to piss people off. They just want to piss people off. Like eleven thousand plus. I wouldn't at the believe Sears that Center. that was true if it wasn't for the fact that there are stories that have been confirmed of Vince being like, "This will piss them off. Go do it." Like, that's a great way to build a product. That's a great way to build a brand. Right. Piss off your fans. Like, let Vince McMahon run XFL and get the fuck out of WWE. Yeah, give Vince the XFL. Have Hunter take over. Like, honestly. Like, like, Vince, do your little football game shit and, like, fucking start that shit. Get all, get fucking all bought into that. 
and just leave us the fuck alone. Let, let, cause, Listen, because Triple H would run right. right and that's not taking anything away from the fact that Vince created WrestleMania. He's in a sense he's a trailblazer, and he's in a, a trailblazer. sense he's and, and he does all and he's done all this stuff he's for the professional wrestling. And, and yeah, he's an evil fucking genius. Yeah. He he. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have the pay per view model yeah. for pro wrestling. No, I give Vince all but, the, the credit in the world for what he's done, but you're out of touch. You're you're done. Like that's the thing. Fucking. The world is changing around you, and you refuse to acknowledge it. And you refuse to acknowledge that you can't keep up with this you shit. Remember your son-in-law who delivers quality NXT takeovers every single time. Mm-hmm. Like, you wonder why we always every single takeover in after every single takeover and every single w- now yeah, too. every single takeover and every single WWE pay per view that go back to back. Why do we always see like the memes of like? Fit Brock Lesnar holding Undertaker at WrestleMania 30, and it has the Takeover paper pay per view over Brock's face, and the WWE pay per view over uh, over Taker's face because it happens every fucking time. Yeah. This is there's there's a pattern here. WWE does a pay per view, and then Takeover does a pay per view. NXT does a pay per view, and NXT is always better. I think there's been rarely any time where they've done a Takeover and then a pay per view, and Takeover has been worse than the main. I can't pay-per-view. think of it. I can't, can't think, think of one. one. Yeah. yeah, no. If if somebody wants to say one, like I'd love to look back at it, but like I can't think of it. But yeah, WWE sucked the life out of me, and maybe this is just because I was at all in. Maybe this was just because I I saw one of the best wrestling shows of my life. Maybe it was because I thought All In was better than WrestleMania. Maybe they're just sticking it to all the fans who watched All In and all the fans who love independent wrestling. Sticking it to them to be like, you bought that show? Fuck you. Braun Strowman's heel. He's (laughs) feuding with Roman Reigns. He's going to lose at Hell in a Cell. Bailey and Sasha are still best friends. Fuck you. Kevin Owens is back after a week of quitting. (laughs) Suck a dick. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Fucking pay me more money so I can get more NXT TakeOver dates so you can fucking stick with me. Yeah. Because you won't fucking leave. Well, you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> That's it. It's like, you clo- you close this shit off. All right. Uh, I- I've dropped the fucking money. No, oh, Austin's walking out. He's leaving the Ann Moore studio. Going into the walk-in He's going into our walk-in closet, which is totally the exit. He's in his car. He's driving away. Uh <laughs> On a happier note, uh, the uh, the Mix Max Challenge Two got announced. That's a thing. Maybe. I couldn't tell you a single team that's in it though, because I looked at it and didn't care. Dude, maybe uh, this time fucking. Oh, you're back. Dude, listen. Maybe this time we'll actually see the Braun Alexa shit go down. I know a confirmed We're get team. We're a live sex celebration of Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. I know in the a ring. confirmed team is uh, AJ Sharp. Well, Alexa, Alexa, and Alexa and, and Bliss are confirmed too. Alexa and Bliss. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa and, and Braun. Braun. They both start with a B, you dick. Alexa doesn't start with B. Blitz starts with a B. <laughs> Suck a dick. I'm gonna leave this goddamn show if you keep trying to put me o- get, get over here. First, first you feed me to SCU. SCU? You feed me to SCU being like, oh dude, he was talking so much shit on you. And I get glares from Scorpio Sky right before he laughs it off in there. And I'm like, you're gonna try to fucking get me killed. And then you got buried by MJF. And I went toe-to-toe with MJF. You got buried. I went toe-to-toe with MJF. Let's, let's not consider the fact that you were called a dumb gingered bastard by MJF. Yes, and I told him his meet and greets were, were short and he didn't know what to say. Oh, that you were adopted, that <laughs> nobody loves you and nobody knows who you are well i mean he's not wrong exactly on all of those fronts so there you go 
So, and on that note, yeah. <laughs> me and Austin are going to go fight in the parking lot. Yeah. Tune in next week for Pinned, <laughs> a pro wrestling con- uh, podcast. Hosted by Grant only, being like, I know about Hosted them. By Grant. I know about the pro wrestles. Dude, I love the pro wrestles. Hosted by <laughs> Grant and Amir. <laughs> well, Amir will at least know what he's talking about, but, yeah. then, but then I'll shit on the man of the woods and I'll come back and I'll beat his ass. <laughs> no, um, Mixed Match Challenge will be fine. It was fine last... <laughs> No, Mixed Match Challenge will be fine. It'll be fine. I don't care. Like, that's the thing. I don't care. I'm going to watch All In again after I go home. I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, I just want to watch All In again. Like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, this is what you... This is what I've been brought to. Like, like I'm just, if we keep this going, I'm just going to keep complaining for the entire show. Like, literally, <laughs> there's nothing else I want to talk about. I've Raw has drained me this week. <laughs> I'm happy that AJ and Samoa Joe are still doing amazing shit. And I'm happy that the tag division on SmackDown is still fucking solid. And I'm happy that... Rhonda is still over. It's like currently. And I'm happy that fucking I can't think of anything else. <laughs> I'm happy it's over. I'm happy it's over. And that, that maybe they'll fucking get their asses into shape after this week's awful fucking raw. But I don't think it's gonna happen. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna go watch Ring of Honor. I need to watch last week's Ring of Honor taping. Also, because I want to fucking... Did I tell you about this? Did you see the tweets? I'm, I'm, I'll go off topic on this. Did you see the tweets from Ian uh, Riccoboni? No. Oh, dude, this is the fucking coolest. So you know how... We were at StarCast for our podcast row booth, and I had one... I had two meet and greets. I met Jim Ross. Fucking can't believe I met Jim Gave Ross. Gave us a soundbite. Gave us a goddamn soundbite. Thank you, Sydney, for that. He even name-dropped Sydney on that. Um, and then my, la- my other last meet and greet that I had was... It was more of a because I did the call match with Kevin Kelly, which was fucking surreal. Did you and say was, on the show what Kevin Kelly said to you? I have not said what Kevin. So why don't you no, tell him right here? Yeah, I called the last like ten minutes of Omega Okada Four with Kevin fucking Kelly, and I told him how I wanted to be a pro wrestling commentator. And after we finished the match, he asked me how old I was. I told him I, he asked me if I was in college, and I said yes, and I'm pursuing broadcasting. And he said okay. You can do this. And I'm just like... Fucking cool. What the fuck? <laughs> and I know Kevin Kelly isn't listening to this, so I know I can say that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> the fucking Hermie who stuck his nose finger in his nose because The Rock scared the shit out of him back in like 2000 just told me that I could be a pro wrestling commentator. You, That is so fucking cool. The man who called the Omega Okada matches just said I could be a pro wrestling commentator and that I have the ability to do that. Thank you. Yeah, Kevin Kelly's the goddamn man. He's the goddamn man. Man, I like way better than that fuck Byron Saxton. Way better than Michael fucking Cole. <laughs> or Jonathan fucking Coachman. Yeah, well, thank God Renee Young was still on. Oh yeah, like, thank God. Thank you, Renee Young. That's another thing we can be happy about. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Thank God Renee Young has another week on fucking Raw. Keep Coach off. Yeah. And at, while we're at it though, like I would like I know people like to defend by uh, uh, fucking Corey Graves, but. I don't know. I've, yeah. I've soured on him. I since like the Corey whole, Graves. I, he's he's fine. I think he's good. But like I've soured on him since he like stabbed Punk in the back. But I know because I'm a fanboy and I met Punk while we were at when while we were there. So I don't know. But anyway, back to my Ian Riccoboni story. So while we're on podcast row, we're talking with um with one of the other members. I can't. It's like I feel terrible because I can't remember their names. Was it THK? Was that their? Was that their? Or was it TKH that we were talking to on podcast row? Do you have any idea? You don't remember. 
At least I had the ability to try. It started with a T. That's I, what I know. I, was, I feel yeah. like an asshole because I don't remember their names, but like I think it's TKH. TKH is what I'm thinking. Yeah, TKH magazine. But we were talking with them, and then that, that sounds right. Yeah, and then and that we were talking with them, and then I quickly tried to rush over to get to um, Ian to call my match, and I get there, and I arc, and I can already be like. I think they're about done. So I'm like, maybe he'll maybe he'll stick around. Maybe he won't. And I'm like, hey man, nice to meet you. I know you. I, I got my ticket to a call match. Are you still doing that? And I just see his. I just kind of see his face can be like, oh my god, no. And he's like, dude, I gotta leave for a flight. And like literally, like we're cutting it so close to like for this. I have to leave with a flight with my wife. And I'm just like, oh no, man. Like you're fine. Like seriously, it's like it's no big deal. But he he felt terrible. And then I really appreciate it. he signed two pic. He not only signed one up. Uh, picture he signed two pictures so were they the same picture no they were different well they were the same picture but they were different designs okay. but it, yeah but he he um he signed two pictures for me and he took a picture with me he took a selfie and a normal picture and he's like listen we'll we'll figure something out and i'm like oh yeah well yeah for sure man like i don't i don't want you to be late for your flight or whatnot so he leaves and then we spend the rest of our time on podcast row and then leave and then oh boy what a treat that fucking was we'll, but that's for another that's podcast. for another time um and um, so we leave, and then the day afterwards, um, while I'm while I'm getting while I'm still chilling at home for Labor Day weekend, uh, I've I my Cindy sends me some tweets on Twitter, and it's 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 from Ian who was quote retweeting somebody who said who like because he was thanking everybody who showed up to call the match with him because he called like ten hours of matches of the Young Bucks with fans. Which is insane. Somebody, somebody was like, "You're the, you're a freaking workhorse, man." And he quote retweets that and said, um, I, "I had to reschedule some times though, so that way I could get as many people in as I possibly could." A young man named Austin came up to me when we were just about to wrap up, and I had to, I had to turn him down because we were, we had to make a flight, and we were gonna cut it really close if we didn't. And he was like, basically, Austin, if you find this tweet, like, reach out, like. Like reach out to me, man, and so that way we can we can work something out. And I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like, "Holy shit!" How about you do my podcast instead? Well, no, he was like, <laughs> "I was just like, holy shit!" He remembered me, like he remembered my name too, which was that's like, really cool. Actually, that's like a like a legitimate like wow. So I like tweeted at him our picture, and I was like, "Dude, you're the fucking man." Next time, and then he followed me on Twitter, and I real quick DM'd him like. Hey man, I want to thank you so much for your tweet. And I was like in parentheses, can't believe you remembered my name. Like that means the world. And I was like, next maybe next time when you guys are back in Michigan, we can figure something out or whatnot. Um, and he's like, yeah man, so sorry that we couldn't make that we couldn't make it work. And like definitely like keep in keep in touch when we're in Michigan, and we'll we'll definitely we'll make something out we'll make something work. So I'm like. Let me fucking call one match out on, col- on color with a fucking on a Ring of Honor taping, like, and we'll podcast it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd like just give me give me one match where I color with you. I don't care who the fuck it is, and like I'll color that match, and then like I'll fucking eat up all that time as I possibly can, and then let me take that file and use it for the podcast. So like that's. <laughs> That's if if I like that's the thing though it's like my mindset's like it's like instantly I'm like oh yeah we'll probably like put up the computer and like we'll call the match like we would have at Starcast but then I'm like what if I can get on the taping with him and call just a random Ring of Honor match and then just be like I called a match on Ring of Honor television and then I have that as like a or like just make me a backstage ring announcer like <laughs> for Ring of Honor I'll fucking do that shit like that would be wild as fuck but like. 
And then when you make it big in the biz, you can bring me on as a writer. Yeah, exactly. And then when you, you work for WWE and you're sitting next to fucking Michael Cole, I'll write the shit and then it'll be good. Oh, please. I won't be sitting next to Michael Cole. I'll be sitting in Michael Cole's seat. Oh, hell yeah, we, you will. That's that's what's going to happen. And then Byron Saxton's going to be on SmackDown with Cole or something like that. <laughs> and then I'll have Corey and Jim Ross join me. And then <laughs> that's what the dream commentary team will be. <laughs> There we go. Or I can go full circle, and they'll give you you, Corey, and Ian fucking Riccoboni. There you go. Yeah, we'll get Ian on. I don't know. I don't even know if Ian would want to be on there. Uh, probably not. He probably, probably not. He probably values his career. His gig, his gig on the Ring of Honor is too good for him. It's too good. Like he's he's set with that. But legitimately, thanks to Ian. What a nice touching story. It's very like that was that really meant to. Cody a lot. also quoted uh, uh mentioned Sydney on Twitter today. Yeah, well, Cody mentioned Sydney because Sydney did a really nice like heartfelt message because. Obviously, she was struggling with college, her first week of college, um, and All In Weekend obviously was a fucking blast for her, so she thanked everybody that she met. Scorpio and Frankie Kazarian both were like, thank you so much, Sydney, you're going to do awesome in college, we know you will, and like, Cody, quote, retweeted it and said, I love you, like, Sydney is the best, with a heart, and it was just like, holy shit, man, that's like... That's really cool. And like, as, as, as her older brother, though, like, Cody, like, legitimately... You fucking made her weekend, like honest to God, like she like because like when we we took the picture with her, Cody and the Bucks with those new star cast and all in belts, um, I helped split that with her. But like that I was pic- in the bathroom taking yeah, a piss. Yeah, that picture alone just meant so much to us and especially to Cindy. That weekend was such a huge thing for her. She was so excited to be there. Like the Co- Cody and the Bucks, like legitimately, for, like as her big brother, like you have no idea how much you me- made her entire weekend and like with me being a big big guy about family and i know cody and the bucks are all about family too from the bottom of my heart thank you because you legitimately like made our entire weekend and you fucking killed it with all in and hopefully they'll be all in too and we'll see you guys there again too because you guys did so much for us and we cannot thank you enough well you know as a gambler they say when you make a bet you go double or nothing yup (laughs) yup but yeah, I'm glad we were able to finish this podcast. Yeah, on a happy that was a nice touching story. That was a really story. nice touching story. Unlike that fucking dumpster fire that was fucking Monday Night Raw. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Um, yes. Listen, we don't pay for publicity, brother. <laughs> right. But yeah, um, thank you guys so much for this very interesting episode of Pinned. Um, coming back from Chicago, back in our home to, in our home of Michigan. Thank from you guys. the beautiful, illustrious, and more studio. Thank you guys so much for for listening. Thank you guys so much for supporting us with Starcast now in the books and all in in the books we cannot thank you guys enough and if you guys are joining us for the first time since we were at Starcast welcome and we hope you stick with us <laughs> yeah this is kind know, of a weird episode this, to this, get hooked yeah, on. this is a definitely a weird episode to get hooked on um but yeah um I will say though you can look forward to our good buddy Chad worked his ass off and put in the work and got an interview with a fuckload of wrestlers 15 start 15 wrestlers and they're fucking varied from james ellsworth and scott steiner to fucking like gail kim, gail kim and, like, and rosa mendez yeah it's like there's some interesting ones in there that you're definitely going to want to check out and we're going to all group all of those together into one just compilation episode to celebrate our good buddy chad for working his ass off at StarCast and making the most out of everything that happened that weekend. I mean, someone has to. We can't... <laughs> yeah, somebody had to. <sighs> but yeah, um, 
And also, you can expect, because we ran into our buddy David from Inside the Ropes and Sandra, we we were able to find them after the show, and it was awesome. And um, you can expect to see David um, on the on the podcast in the next coming weeks, because he definitely said he wanted to stick around uh, with us and um, just... We can't we can't thank him enough for wanting to stick with us and to do another episode with us. So be sure to expect David from Inside the Ropes, and maybe I'll be able to get Kenny. I don't know. Maybe yeah, if I, and, maybe uh, if I bargain with him enough, we can get Kenny. And also, I want to say we have a fuck ton of uh, pinned podcast shirts um, that we made up for Starcast Weekend. Um, so fucking get some. Like, yeah. if you want, I'm, I, I'm. You know what? I'm, I wasn't planning on doing this, but it, we're giving a shirt away. There you go. Re, when we put this podcast out on Twitter for the link, retweet it, and I will find three retweets, as long as it's not, you know, anybody affiliated with this, and, <laughs> I'll, and I'll send you shirts. We have sizes from uh, small to extra small large. Small to extra large, so, so sorry. make sure you retweet that. Sorry. You sorry know. If you're, we had a couple of people that were 2X or 3X, so we we, we did not prepare. We we'll were, get that for next time. We'll get that for next time, yeah. But yeah, so we have, yeah, so. Please take these shirts. We have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Take our shirts. Take our merch. Which we're giving it away. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, I think that'll wrap it up for us. Obviously, if you want to follow us on Twitter, and yes, if you want to retweet the tweet for the free shirts, follow us at Pinned Podcast to be sure to get an opportunity for those Pinned Podcast shirts. Um, You can. They're very nice. They are very nice. Yes. Thank you so much to my uncle who made those shirts for us. It was very. They they turned out very well. Um, You can follow me personally on Twitter at szoomer4 and you can follow my good buddy Chad. You can follow me at the Chad 100 and you can also find our podcast on iTunes, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Spotify, YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's and there. It's there and we're also going to be working on cuz I know we have a butt fuck requests in terms of matches that people want me to watch. And now that we're back in Mount Pleasant yeah. and we have opened up the illustrious and more studio Yes, we can now start digging into those because we have a lot of requests. And I'll definitely show you a lot of the matches before we head out of here so that way you can see what people want me to see. Um, And I'm sure you've most likely seen a lot of these because you're an indie mark. Yes. But yeah. Anyways, yeah, just going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for joining with us on this incredibly rant-filled, anger-filled, but also heartfelt uh, episode <laughs> of po- Pinned Podcast. I gotta say, I, it was good to get some stuff off my, my chest. Good there to was blow a off lot some steam. Of, there was a lot of steam that we had to blow off, and I felt like, especially for me, so being the WWE fan that I am, but, you know, it... it it, it had to be said. So, and again, if you if you think I'm a hater, fine, cool. You you can live with yourself, thing like, oh man, this guy's such a hater. Like, cool. Buy more fucking Lana, uh, Lana not Lana shirts. Buy more Dana Brooke shirts. <laughs> oh wait, there aren't any. Jesus. Fucking yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for watching this, listening to this episode, and thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Woo! We did it.